Hello and welcome to the Mojo Podcast, part of Mike's Open Journal. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related. That includes illness, wellness, stigma and support, and importantly some of your very own personal stories. I want to thank you for being part of Mike's Open Journal as guests, as visitors, as speakers, as listeners. Welcome to the world of mental health. And remember, you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And she was like, can you tell me a bit about what's going on? So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to Mike's Open Journal. I'm Mike. <laughs> it's weird to do an intro with your own name. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to episode 152. I hope you're having a great week. I hope things are going well for you. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where we had Danny coming back after about two years. I can't remember what we agreed it was in the end. Um, this week I've been speaking to a couple of other guests that might be coming back um, after being on some time ago so it'd be really exciting to get uh, a little bit more of an insight from them about what they've been doing how things have been going over the last few months or years um but also again kind of kind of like we had with danny is actually filling out the character a little bit more um hearing a bit more about that person and i think that's definitely something i would like to to do in some future episodes where we have guests come on and I think especially where it's a returning guest. I think the first time, often the the kind of the purpose, I guess, for the conversation is to get an insight into their experience or their passion uh, around mental health, whether that's around a particular illness or symptoms, um, and really start that conversation in a really, really positive way and hear about that. Uh, But I think when we've had returning guests, it's a really interesting side of kind of seeing that journey. And sometimes that involves recovery. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, But hearing about some of the tools and the tips that they've used, but also kind of, yeah, just hearing a little bit more about them um, and having that understanding that these people are people. They are not just their illness. Um, I think is a really nice side to be able to have when you're having a guest returning and we've got that opportunity to to learn and hear a little bit more about them. So I'm looking forward to having a couple more of those episodes later in the year. 
as you'll be aware, I think this is possibly, this might be the last episode before we go on a break. There might be one more after this, but this is probably going to be the last episode before a break, which is, I think, going to be around a month, maybe. I'm not too sure. We'll see how the internet setting up goes. But today, I I wanted to follow on from the, the Mental Health Blog Awards. Um, I think in the last episode, I haven't quite worked out the scheduling, um, we might have had a little bit of an intro or a, a how the Mental Health Blog Awards went. Um, it was, yeah, it was really amazing. It was really good to have so many people come together to share stories and start conversations it was amazing to have speakers and sponsors there um, and everyone else that was there as well Uh, but what I wanted to do in this episode is follow up on the workshop that I delivered on the day so I spoke a little bit about keeping yourself well online and the kind of the tools that maybe you might want to use Um, some of the things that I found useful also approaches to certain conversations and kind of considering you know the value of getting involved in some of those conversations I think particularly when we hear negative responses um, to some of the stuff that we're sharing Uh, and I'm going to have a, a blog post going up soon that's going to be about kind of recognizing that when we talk a lot of the time we are talking about our own truth Um, And sometimes that's different to somebody else's truth or to, in brackets, the truth. And I think that's really important to to recognise that when we talk, we talk from our own opinion, from our own point of view. And that has to be recognised as, you know, it is going to be different. There are going to be different things that mean, or different experiences that I've had that mean if I I witnessed something and, and I'm stood next to you and you witness it, the way that we interpret what we see or hear or feel about that situation is going to be different because of our life experiences um so yeah I've, I've got a post that i think will be coming up around the same time as this episode um that's going to be talking a little bit about kind of our truths um so have a look out for that at mikesopenjournal.com bit of a cheap plug there but i'll take them where i can get them um saying that though it was lovely i um was listening today um while I was at the gym I'm still keeping up with that uh 500k in 2019 challenge so 500k for those of you like me have no idea what a k is um the 500k equals uh 311 miles so at the moment I think I'm I've I've just got up to I think it's about 130 30 or 40 miles um so i'm very close to halfway um hopefully i'd like to think maybe maybe by the end of august i guess uh to get around halfway is is going to be the challenge um so yeah that was going really well uh so i was at the gym on the treadmill uh listening to uh, Amir's podcast, WrestlePlug. Um, so Amir was on the podcast, I think about four or five shows back now. And um, hearing him talk about uh, a load of different stuff. They had an episode that was called The State of Wrestling. 
Um, but hearing Amir mention uh, coming on to, to this podcast uh, and being able to talk about mental health and a range of different things, we had a really kind of casual conversation, which was really interesting, I think. <laughs> um, so yes, so um, it has been nice to hear a couple of different people talking about listening to the podcast episodes and appearing as guests as well. So thank you to those of you that have been um, sending over pictures of you listening on a range of different devices, but also on in-car radios that are linked in. So amazing to see those as well. Um, make sure you're subscribed, by the way. Yeah, definitely make sure you're subscribed. Anyway, uh, self-plugging out of the way. Maybe not out of the way, but paused for now. Um so yes, so Mental Health Blog Awards um, and some of those wellness apps, websites and programs, um, kind of what we were leading into. Uh, and then kind of I rounded off my workshop by encouraging people to, on their tables, have a conversation about some well-being. So not necessarily mental health, but it's kind of the focus, but it might be other things. Um, apps websites tools programs um that they've used or they've heard of that they think might be beneficial for us to kind of share and recommend um so in this episode what i'm going to do is basically run through some of them i might try to get all of them in um uh, yeah i might try and get all of them in but it will be kind of a brief overview i think um so I've split them up into a couple of different areas. So I've got, yeah, apps, projects, and websites. Uh, I'm going to say now that, yes, there are quite a few. I am going to mention quite a few. Um, however, I'm pretty sure I didn't get all of them down. Um, so if I've left some out, it's not on purpose. It's just, you know, I'm trying to scribble down everything from, from notepads and stuff on the day. So hopefully I've got all of them. There's definitely an awesome range of stuff here. Um so yes, let's kick through. And um, again, this is going to be me sharing uh, some of the stuff that came up from the awards, but you might also have your own recommended apps, websites, whatever. Um, so please feel free to to let me know about those. Or I think really for me, like part of the part of the activity was encouraging people to have these conversations away from the day as well. So talk to other people about stuff that you find useful. I think we're all happy to kind of say oh I felt really good after going for that walk or I don't know going and playing football or walking the dog or sitting down and having a tea with a friend um or playing games um it's just encouraging that that conversation around different things that are helpful for us um I am going to be looking at more so tools rather than activities um but yes let's get started cool so first up are the apps so the apps that were mentioned at the Blog Awards were um, Audible. Uh, I think further down, we've also got podcasts as well. So again, that idea of um, having stuff that distracts some of us or something that you might find interesting. But also for me, I've always found um, kind of podcasts really cool for um, when I'm doing stuff that's just boring. <laughs> um, so it's if I'm trying to relax at home, if I'm doing the washing up, when I've been at the gym, again, it's it's times that I find, you know, my mind's just going to wonder. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a good recommendation there. Next up, we've got the, um, and this is going to be a bit of a list, just, you know, a bit of a warning. Uh, the Better App Company. Um, so this is in reference particularly to the Better Stop Suicide app. 
um, something that I believe I've still got on my phone. Um, so really nice, really simple app um, that gives you kind of calming uh, tools. Um, also some nice kind of audio stuff on there. Really simple, clear um, buttons and icons and stuff on the app as well. Uh, Calm, um, which I believe is the, the number one like sleep or meditation app. I think it's definitely number one for something, I'm sure. Um, Calm, obviously hugely, hugely recognized um, for, I think, particularly the stuff around sleeping, stress and anxiety. So uh, another really good app. And I know a number of people that have that app on their phone that I don't know but from kind of the conversations we've had I don't think they would necessarily say they have a mental health illness so really nice to see that app starting to grow in terms of the number of people that are happy to kind of use and access that uh, and have conversations about it as well next up couch to 5k uh seen a number of different people uh, mentioning this in the last I guess month or so and I think as we're coming around into summer these kind of back into fitness I guess um, apps I always think it's this kind of start of summertime or the theoretical summer in the UK and uh, kind of the start of the year so January time really key times to seeing a lot of these kind of back into um, fitness apps and programs and stuff be promoted so yeah Couch to 5k was mentioned as well uh, then we've got happy not perfect uh, which is not one I'm familiar with myself um, but I do have a little bit from the website which is uh, our mission is simple it's to help feel good from the inside out no nonsense research backed tools and products to care for your mind so maybe one worth having a look at there um, headspace again I think like calm um, a really well recognized um, and well used app uh, the amount of times I have seen the kind of breathe with me shapes and patterns that pop up as adverts or promotions on social media. And I always think it's like calm or headspace and it's never them. It's always something else. Um, but I think that's kind of that recognition that calm and headspace really have in our minds um, and the recognition for the great work that those guys do. Uh, and we've got kind of a general mobile games um, in terms of kind of distraction but also focusing on stuff um, and there's a number of different things I've seen people mention before um, I mean I've mentioned I think a few times Pokemon Go is a really good one for me and it's one I keep going back to um, but there are a number of different things I think I had a uh, it was like I think it was like a soccer goalkeeper app for a while that I used it was really good um, even the old school, you know, what was it like, um, paper toss or um, the like rugby ball kicker. Um, some of those really simple games um, that you can get involved with. I know a lot of people obviously do the it like Candy Crush and Farming Wars or I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I never quite got into those. Um, but yeah, stuff that kind of distracts us uh, and stuff that we enjoy and will keep our mind busy. Mood Path, which is another one I'm not familiar with. So again, I've got a little quote here. Um, so it's, if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, Mood Path is a leading mental health app to guide you towards emotional well-being. Well, sounds like I should have that on my phone. Um, so yeah, might be one for you to check out. Nike Running, um, 
I think uh, I think it's probably me that wrote this one down. Uh, there's a lot of different running apps. This one just works for me, but I think uh, I know a lot of people that have used is it Run Tracker um, and a range of different other things. That I guess the downside of Nike Running is that it really is for running, whereas a lot of people want to incorporate um, cycling, walking, swimming, and a range of different other activities as well. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's whatever works for you. Yep. So we've got podcasts coming up. Um, I think a few people mentioned like mental health podcasts, comedy podcasts, um, and then having a range of different things as well. I've definitely enjoyed listening to crime podcasts in the past. However, I have noticed that I will have spells where I'll get really, really into it and I listen to a few episodes. Um, and I just have to kind of be mindful of that because if I listen to too many, it does put me into quite a negative cycle of thinking. Um, and I guess to some extent that's an obvious thing, but I definitely kind of not noticed that until I've kind of had a few issues. Um, so it is being mindful of listening to certain things might be difficult or triggering or just kind of a negative experience for you to some extent. So kind of, again, tailoring what you're listening to or how much you're listening to it, maybe. Um, then we've got Skin Pick um which is uh again quote for you uh monitor your skin picking behaviors the first step to beating dermatomania still can't say it properly is gaining awareness of your picking patterns um so i imagine um this is an app recommendation that's come following on from uh kim's talk at the mental health blog awards um so if you want to find out a little bit more about skin picking or about kim and her stories and her experience you can go to i think it's at kim on skin um so have a look for her on social media as well um stop breathe and think which again i'm not familiar with so very short quote here um check in with how you're feeling and try short activities tuned to your emotions uh yeah okay uh a good app recommendation i i guess i don't really know too much about it so i'm not too sure uh moving on um what's up so this is an interesting one actually this is a university specific one uh, i've not said that correctly it's specific to one particular university um so it's t- a kind of a tailored offering for that for students at that university um which is portsmouth university but i imagine there are similar apps in different places uh so this app is looking at um kind of safeguarding well-being emotional health and support and a range of different I guess, health services um, that are open to students. But I know from speaking to people before, there are a lot of universities and I think some colleges now that have um, kind of their own apps for things like timetables and support and a range of different stuff as well. So have a look and see if there is something available through your college or university or student union. Um, They might have something that's quite specific to where you are. Um, I've never come across one for a workplace. I guess that's because there's other stuff that they can point to. Not too sure. But yeah, interesting one for education. Uh, Zen screen. Um, So this is about tracking your screen time. Um, You can also put limits on certain things. Um, I I don't have Zen screen, but I do use the... I've got an iPhone and it gives me that weekly update on what my screen time is. Um, I think it only tells me when it goes down because I've had some weeks where it doesn't tell me anything, which I'm assuming are weeks when it goes up. 
But yeah, it's always... Uh, I get a little bit of a buzz when it tells me my screen time's down by 10% or whatever that week. And it makes me feel good. makes me feel like I've engaged with the world more. Um, but it is. It, I think it is really important the more and more we're using our phones. And there might be some weeks, you know what, you are going to use it more. Um, but kind of being mindful of that and the amount of time that you're spending on your phone as well. I think sometimes I think, oh, I know this week I've watched a crap load of YouTube. My screen time's going to be high. And sometimes I am actively watching, but sometimes I've kind of pulled it to one side and I'm doing other stuff while YouTube is playing. So again, it's it's recognised, I'll go, oh, okay, my screen time's going to be high this week, but I haven't actually sat there watching it all the time. But, oh, I mean, yeah, usually I am looking at it, to be fair. Okay, so that's a quick run-through of the apps. Uh, projects, we've got three projects here. So the Good Mental Health Cooperative, um, who are with us at the event, who are a sponsor for one of the awards. Um, so I'm going to give you a quick quote from them. Um, through their, slash R, so their projects. Um, through our projects, we, are, we offer opportunities for people to rebuild their confidence and discover new strengths and skills after experiencing mental ill health. I definitely paused and breathed in the wrong places. Anyway, continuing. Our volunteers challenge the stigma around mental health by talking about their experiencing at experiences and encouraging others to find support through community activities. Uh, a really awesome project, a little bit area specific um, in terms of the projects and activities that go on. Um, so based in the Portsmouth area. However, there's some awesome stuff there that will be like the projects or the individuals that they work with um, will have stuff that's available online. So definitely have a look at some of the projects that they get involved with. Um, guide to uni transition. Um, so again, I think this is feeding into a similar university experience. Um, so it's about starting university life, um, making sure you're being mindful of some of the challenges that are there um, and are helping you to recognise some of the tips and things that might be useful to you. Time to change champions. Um, and I think I think you guys that are listening into this podcast um, will be very aware of the stuff that Time to Change uh, and in particular their champions do. We've had a number of um, particularly young champions but also some champions uh, that have come on the podcast before and talked about their experiences some amazing work um, that's going on there um, and it's always interesting to have uh, new guests come on and talk about their experience uh, but we will also be having I think over a uh, year uh, this year might be a bit of a stretch but soon we're going to start to get to the stage where we've got more and more uh, returning guests um that are young or formerly young champions i think as well cool okay so that was a couple of the projects websites are next up um again apologies it's been a little bit of a list um but i think by giving you a quick intro to some of these things some will be interesting to you some won't and hopefully you're able to pick out the ones that are for you so websites first up childline um I think this is a really important one. Uh, I kind of grew up thinking and viewing Childline really as um, support for young people that are abused physically. It was quite a specific image I had in my mind of who this uh, website or who this support was for. Um, But I've got to say that the amount of different areas that are covered on their website are really, really useful. Um, So it's definitely a website checking out, even if you don't think you're a child and you're a bit older um there's still some really good stuff on there for young people as well uh next up doc ready 
uh, which I'd not heard of before, but I think this is an amazing looking site. Um, so it's all about getting you prepped for, for going to the doctors, particularly if it's your first time going and talking about mental health, gives you some really good insights and things to think about before you go along. Ellie Friends, uh, I don't know that we've had anyone specifically mention Ellie Friends before on the podcast, um, but it ties into a lot of the support that's available online through Mind, and I know the guys at Time to Change often talk about Ellie Friends as well. So a great online, I kind of think of it as a forum. Um, I haven't used Ellie Friends before, although I have looked at some of the stuff. So yeah, to me, I think of it kind of as a, a forum base. Um, so it's not necessarily led discussions, um, but there are a number of different people engaged in that. And it is, I think, kind of there, there are people, I guess, that monitor the conversation and add in tips and tools when needed. That's a really good site. Um, Glad, which is grateful learn achieve delight um so i'm going to read you a quick quote because again not familiar with this one so uh the glad technique is a very useful tool to learn to distill our days into positive snippets so that we can cherish the positive and avoid getting stuck in the negative sounds really interesting actually um that wouldn't necessarily work for me in terms of a website. Um, I'd wonder if there's some sort of app or tool that you can download to use on your phone. Because I think that's really interesting. We definitely, or I definitely find myself focusing a lot more on the negative stuff. So to be able to have those positive snippets and be reminded of those would be really cool. So that's one to look at. Um, so that was glad. Uh, next up, we've got Heads Together. Um, huge amount of work going on from Heads Together. Uh, I have particularly enjoyed in the last couple of years the stuff that they've done uh, around football and encouraging particularly the conversation around men's mental health, but also the the, the mindful minute um, that they've done for the last, I think, two years, maybe three, um, across kind of not all of, but a huge amount of hundreds of radio stations in the UK on one particular day at one particular time. There's one minute, there's a one minute kind of mental health message that goes out across a number of different channels. Um, and it's a really good campaign to encourage people to start those conversations. Human Givens, uh, next up again, uh, a sponsor and attendee at the event. Um, really interesting to see some of the stuff that they're doing online around kind of practical, holistic Again, that kind of scientific research-led approach um, to support people with their own needs to live healthy lives. Some really good stuff on the Human Given site. Um, I think, again, it's nice to have that mixture of... Some of these are, I think, um, interesting or fun activities, but it's also quite nice to have some some stuff that is quite specific in terms of it being backed up. It's backed up by research. This is proven stuff um have a look at the site it's really worth looking at and keeping in mind our, our amazing sponsors next up we've got instant counseling who are back with us again for the second year um the the support that they have online uh particularly the access to counseling um there's a few other things that they do as well that you might not think is necessarily um is obvious um so do check out their website do have a look through some of the support um, there's a number of different projects and campaigns that they get involved with as well. Um, but yes, that idea of um, really quick access to professional support, I think is really important in in our modern world and the way that we 
work and often people aren't able to get to like the doctors or to counseling sessions in the day because of work so i know that i've got i've actually got an app now um i think it's called patient access so i can see all of my medical records i can uh, put in a repeat prescription order i can ask for a gp appointment through an app on my phone so things like instant count where you can use it and access it um, online kind of whenever i think is really important uh next up mental health foundation um really really important some of the stuff that they do around kind of awareness raising providing support and information along with um kind of the next couple of places really we've got mind um the nspcc samaritans student minds i think all of those really in terms of the information that they put out the campaigns that are led hugely important um nspcc i think like uh child line really growing in terms of the resources that are available on their website samaritans um I think we're starting to get to a stage where people are starting to see this not only as a kind of a crisis line, but also as a, a tool that they can use at any stage, um, which is really good. Um, it's that service that's available, you know, it's, it's available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It's available by text, email, and I think there's stuff online as well. You can phone. So there's a huge different uh, array, I guess, of, of access points for Samaritans. Student Minds, um, again, we've mentioned a couple of different areas for students to get involved um, and get support. And I think having that student-specific uh, resource is really important. Um, we've also got Young Minds as well. Again, uh, I guess recognising that uh, support and importance of empowering young people to access information, guidance, um, recognizing that they're not alone, being able to story share in a, a safe and non-judgmental environment um, being really important. One of the other places, slightly different that we've got, is Trello as well. Um, and I think this is particularly for those guys that are involved in um, sharing some of their stories online, um, being able to kind of schedule that or keep up to date with some of the latest things that are going on, whether that's certain accounts or hashtags. I think we had Canva someone mentioned as well access to some amazing photography um, and amazing images to go alongside some of that stuff I have over time really come to enjoy taking my own pictures and it um, it's a little bugbear that I really get uh, frustrated when I can't when I need a picture that I don't have um, but I know not everyone's like that some people don't want to go out like they want to share their story they've got no interest in going out and taking pictures that's not their thing um, so having access to a range of different um, imagery I think is amazing to kind of encourage those people to be able to share their story and feel confident about the way that they've done it whoosh okay well I hope <laughs> you found some of that useful and not completely boring I have no idea how long we've gone so far um but yes that's I think most of I'm going to say about 90 to 95 percent I'm going to say 95 that's 95 percent of the the recommendations that we had in the well-being workshop at the mental health blog awards I just I think it's such an amazing thing it's an amazing part of of the conversations that we have now that we're able to talk about these different types of support it's not just about medication medication really helps some people it has really helped me but it's not for everyone um, some people have really negative reactions to it um, some people just don't want to take medication so there's a range of different reasons why it 
might not work for you or someone you know. It's not the only type of support. As we've listed over the last 10 minutes, I have no idea, 10 minutes or so, there's huge different types of support, whether that's um, online. We've not even mentioned like going to particular places or accessing kind of that face-to-face support. A lot of the stuff I've mentioned is all kind of online and there will be a lot more online that we haven't we haven't mentioned. Um, but I think that's a really big thing for me moving forward is is looking at that way that we talk about um, our, our well-being that might include our, our mental health illnesses or symptoms but just how do we talk about our, our well-being how do we encourage and share things that have been particularly helpful or useful for us um, and kind of I don't know if recommend is the right idea but recommend that to other people like, have you thought about trying this what do you think this would be useful for you it might be it might not be um even sometimes talking about the stuff that's crap you know this didn't work for me but i can see why why it might work for other people i can see why some people might actually find this useful um for whatever reason it's this is good or that part of it's good but just didn't work for me those in those in conversations those conversations are really important as well because it might be that in talking about that tool that program, that app, that website, whatever, that didn't work for you, someone else might go, hmm, actually, that sounds quite interesting, that sounds quite useful, it might not have worked for you, but I think that might be something for me, I might go and check that out, uh, and it's encouraging those conversations as well, so yeah, that's kind of where some of the workshop came from, and where it went, um, and it's nice to be able to share that with some of you as well, I know not everyone is able to be there on the day, uh and uh, while i don't want to give away kind of all of that content so no one feels encouraged to come in the future i think it's really important to share some of those conversations and to share particularly those tips and recommendations around kind of supporting or monitoring our well-being um so yeah that's where this episode has come from there will also be a blog post around it's probably already out um yes it'll already be out um that's going to run through these as well but i know some of you are specifically more blog readers or podcast listeners you're not necessarily on both um so i think it's a good opportunity to to share that with you guys this is uh it's not rare that i sit down and talk to you i think it's i imagine it's probably one in every four episodes or something like that um so it doesn't happen all the time but it does happen some of the time but it is very rare that i would sit here and (laughs) do quite such a list in terms of the way that we talk um it's usually a bit more of a five into 20 minute chat um but yeah that's been this episode i hope i get a chance to talk to you maybe one more time before the move um but it is happening in the next, uh, I think it's about two weeks away as I record this episode. Um, so it's probably happening about the time that you're listening to this. Uh, so there might be an opportunity to record one more episode before then. Um, but I'm not too sure. So I would like to say um, huge thank you to all of the guests that have been on in the last couple of months. It's been amazing. Thank you for kind of getting involved in what has been a slightly flexible timetable of recording. Uh, also to everyone that's continued to listen and subscribe and share the episodes and the podcast as well it's been absolutely amazing i i will be back i just don't know when inevitably there will be a short episode fingers crossed at some stage but 
during the break. But um, yes, we will see. I have already got, I think, at least three to four guests lined up um, for after uh, I have internet again, essentially. Um, So yes, we've got uh, new guests and returning guests already lined up, which is amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing those conversations with you very soon. Uh, I think I mentioned in one of the previous episodes as well, we've got a special guest lined up. So I'm looking forward to to sharing that episode when I think that's going to be recorded after the move now. Um, but yeah, it's it's been amazing. I, I think this is the first like proper little mini break that I've had since we started. Um, there's been a couple of weeks where we've had intervals or things haven't quite happened and so there's been kind of a week or two missed sometimes but we haven't had a breakage yet so this is an interesting and strange time for me uh but i want to say thank you to yeah everyone that's been involved in the podcast it's absolutely amazing such a privilege to be able to talk to you guys in this way and to share so many amazing stories as well so i hope you found this episode useful interesting I'll settle for comedic. Um, But I look forward to talking to you again very, very soon. Thank you for supporting and being part of the podcast. Here's to moving and eventually getting some internet back. Until next time. You're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so Mm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And then she was like, okay, tell me a bit about what's going on. So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed, It's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. I mean, this 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 shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.